I do see the Periscope has tweeted out. Facebook, oh, if Facebook goes before DLive, that means DLive is going to need to get toggled, guys. I see YouTube going already. Let me just make sure that DLive gets going. What's up, guys? <clears throat> it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. No Women's Forum. The, um... For third Thursday this month, ladies, as you probably heard. Hopefully next month, right? Hopefully uh, in uh, in uh, the new year, 2021. When we find out whether Trump will officially win or not. Despite what uh, what we hear, right? What we hear. Because we hear, according to YouTube, which is the authority on all things reality <laughs> in Google. Um, yes, we're live on DLive as well. What's up, guys? I will be getting to your calls. 888-775-3773. Hope you enjoyed my South African guest yesterday. That was, wasn't that a nice interview? And then May's talking. Oh, I got an interesting comment. Regarding Maze and Earl from a, uh, a viewer. Appreciate that comment. I'll read it to you perhaps later. Interesting. It's very interesting. There is a crazy racism scare. As you may have heard at the beginning of Jesse Lee Peterson's show today, he mentioned that a, uh, I think it was a San Francisco, like a public school or a school board, Voting to change the name of an Abraham Lincoln school, a school named after Abraham Lincoln, because Abraham Lincoln didn't value black lives. <laughs> a lady was, is uh, being fined $1,000 a day for violating so-called health shutdowns, so-called public health shutdowns. She's a single mom, as Facebook likes to call, I mean, Fox News. Fox News is almost as bad as Facebook nowadays. Likes to call them a single mother of six. Running a 30-employee a business over in Michigan, indoor dining at a cafe. And that's Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer's uh, state. She's the one who looks like Bruce Jenner to me. Because apparently, I don't know if she had work done on her face, but it just doesn't seem right. She would have been pretty. Other Chinese slash commie virus related mess, the shutdowns are a total mess. If you listened to Hake News, you know that it's uh, causing problems with people's personal economies, right? Election mess, the racism scare. I forgot to mention, I forgot to explain a little bit about the Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen yesterday. I, I promised to do it and then I didn't do it. The heck? But Rosen does not necessarily like the term hate speech, even though he does believe in and fight against so-called anti-Semitism stuff. But for legal concerns, you shouldn't be using the term hate speech. And he's, he is right about that. Yeah. Bill Gates is a weirdo, as you know. I mentioned that already. But I have some other things. A family was allegedly banned for life, but now... United Airlines has come back and said, oh, no, they're not banned for life, and we're going to give them their 
their fare back, airfare back, because a two-year-old daughter of theirs, of this family, didn't want to wear a mask. And two years old, you're right in the thing where you don't have to wear a mask. And in, and in fact, you don't have to. It's ridiculous. But whatever. And lots of drama happening. Lots of drama happening. By the way, I heard that Hungary banned something like adoptions for, for uh, so-called same-sex couples. Nice, if true. Maybe that's old news. I'm not sure. Anyway, guys, that and your calls, 888-775-3773. Let's get on with the show. Have you been naughty or nice? doing I am fine and in this intro thing here let me just jump into this this is from Hake News in the first hour I believe um some are saying that that music was a touch quiet some are saying it was fine and some say it's too loud it's all over the place okay thanks um we just work out the kinks as it goes right so, settings error and stuff. You know, my show gets second-class treatment. <laughs> Just playing. But, uh, in this intro here, you may have seen, if you were watching the video, a death certificate. A portion of a death certificate. You guys may have heard, and I've mentioned it, I think a caller or two has mentioned it on my show, maybe on Jesse's show, that this motorcyclist got himself killed. And it was counted as a COVID death because supposedly maybe he'd been previously diagnosed or, or tested or found to be with COVID. And I told you guys about this in Hake News, hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. It reads, Certificate of Death in the state of Florida. I, Craig McCann, county clerk of Broward County. That's that rich liberal county that wants to ban your guns. In the state of Florida document, record and seal, and hereby certify the death of Jeremy Galloway, date of birth, uh, July 12th, 1963, age 57, cause of death, motorcycle accident, slash COVID-19. And he was a married man, by the way. Died August 1st of 2020, recorded that day, too. And I don't know when the motorcycle accident was, And, you know, there was all kinds of speculation and you know how intellectuals like to rationalize the irrational things that other intellectuals do. There was this guy who was a Orange County, Florida, not to be confused with California, Orange County, Florida health officer, Dr. Paul Pino or Pino, P-I-N-O, Pino, I think. He told Fox 35 of Orlando at the time, that one could actually argue that it could have been COVID-19 that caused him to crash. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Oh, he was having trouble breathing, and then so he crashed. I don't know if the crash immediately killed him, 
though. And so a local CBS affiliate followed up on this report because it wasn't clear that they had said, oh, no, that's not actually a COVID-19 death. And so this medical examiner, and I don't know if this is a lie or the truth either, Joseph Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-Y, M.D., he's a medical doctor, the medical examiner, he's the chief medical examiner for the Orange and Osceola counties, said that following the motorcycle crash, the, cur- the person, keep in mind, I think, 57 years old, some of these bikers are not the healthiest, they're a little overweight or whatever, who knows, the person was subsequently hospitalized for a long period of time, got pneumonia, it happened to be COVID pneumonia. Have you ever heard of COVID pneumonia? And they died, meaning he died. I don't know why he said they. In that case, we did attribute it to COVID pneumonia. I had not heard of COVID pneumonia before. I thought pneumonia was different. I think pneumonia is pneumonia, and then the COVID thing is the COVID. But these medical examiners may know more than I do, right? That Jeremy Galloway was 57. And you know, I, the reason I brought this up was because there was this report in Drudge. I happened to look in Drudge today. Oftentimes I don't. I know. I know. Um, they're not being honest about obesity. And also, they're start, starting to scrutinize Florida, right? Florida is like the one state that openly supports President Trump, or at least whose governor supports President Trump. That would be the great, let's not monkey this up, (laughs) Governor Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, who seems to have gained a bit of weight since being governor, but I don't know, maybe the stress is not handling it quite right. But he's like a, he seems like a pretty solid guy and he seems pretty honest to me. I could be wrong. But he seems like he's holding the lying, and obviously everybody knows that they're dishonest, mainstream media accountable for their siding with the Democrats and trying to conspire and collude with the Democrats and rhinos against the uh, true patriots. But, you know, on our side, who knows? Maybe there's some people who are willing to cheat to win, just like most of them, of the Democrats, cheat and lie to win, as the, um, the mainstream media lied about Trump endlessly, calling him racist and all, all kinds of madness. So, it was, there was, according to Drudge, an unexplained gap in deaths a- appearing in, the floor, in Florida before the election, a so-called gap in deaths. It was reported by so-called journalists in the, the uh, South Florida Sun Sentinel that they weren't counting the, there was like a back, a, a backlog of deaths that hadn't been reported yet. And every day, like, there's something, somebody died, but it wasn't reported the day of the death. So, for some reason, people are so eager to, to say, oh, such and such number of people died today. But in reality, it's more because there were some that weren't reported. But then, to, I guess to account for that, they lump in all the people who died beforehand that weren't counted yet into that day. Make sure the vent's closed. (laughs) The heat's on. So, 
Florida quit including the long backlogged deaths in its daily counts on October 24th, 10 days leading up to November 3rd election. And so it looked like Florida may have been doing better than than it was compared to days prior. In the days prior, they were counting those long backlogged deaths. So the numbers were artificially inflated. But now they're maybe artificially deflated, so who knows? Whatever. Maybe there was some uh, shenanigans. Who knows? That's what they're speculating. But where's the scrutiny? I do see local... Um, I see local media outlets, including like a CBS, maybe not a CBS, but Fox 35 of Orlando, Florida investigated, and ABC 10 of Sacramento investigated, and they found that indeed, as President Trump alleged, that hospitals do get money when a COVID death occurs because hospitals get money. They get funding for COVID-related care, which unfortunately, ABC 10 of Sacramento reports, includes deaths. And they say that so far it's unverified that hospitals are falsifying records for financial gain. But I say they have more than just financial gain. They have this self-importance. There is like a, there is a culture of corruption within the whole science and All those academics type of fields, including medicine, including so-called natural science, to um, make claims that make them seem and feel and appear more important. They get more funding from the government. They get more sense of so-called purpose in life or whatever. They say, oh, this climate change, it's definitely real and it's definitely going to be catastrophic in 12 years. It's not going to be... Or maybe 11 years now, who knows? It's not going to be reversible. (laughs) It's crazy. And the people who are pushing it are just the worst people in the world. Alexandria Cortez and the atheistic globalist socialist people. The worst people. It's nasty. And so you have people like this health officer, Dr. Paul Pino, saying, well, it could have caused him to do the crash then you shouldn't, you shouldn't call it a COVID death because that's just speculation, if you didn't know. So, who knows? But, but maybe he did die of COVID pneumonia, that mo- motorcyclist. But there's, it's just a big drama thing, and it's a... And this, all this stuff is such big, so, so big, that no independent person can individually just see what's going on and say, oh yeah, we definitely need to do this or that. And so they exploit that lack of knowledge to bully you into shutting down and pretend that it's justified. And if you don't wear a mask, then you're so selfish. (laughs) I told you that story of that father who I walked way around him and his little son. And I really didn't need to because... This is a relatively, like, my age father, and the son is like a little son, both healthy looking. And then the son makes a, asks his dad something, and the dad says, he's not wearing his mask. He's very selfish. He doesn't care about other people. This is a Beverly Hills father, right? At a Beverly Hills park. But never mind the fact that I walked way around him, and we're outdoors. We're all exercising. Nothing is happening. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. I don't even, he doesn't know where I've been or where I go. I don't go anywhere. I'm not catching COVID unless somebody who is a jet setter comes around. There's super spreaders and most of those people who are, are I, I think, those ladies who like to travel and gab and get into people's personal space and stuff like that. I don't know. That's my speculation. You don't need a mask if you have a beard. Yeah, and you breathe through your nose. It's a natural... <laughs> Did you know that breathing through your nose is a natural filter? Even though it stinks, it's better to breathe through your nose than through your mouth. Because your nose has more of a filter. Especially if you're a man, you have more nose hairs, hairs right? <laughs> I could be wrong. Maybe women have that too. <laughs> what a mess. Stacey Abrams, is she the one from... She's the one from Georgia, right? She tried to run against Kemp. And we were like, oh yeah, Brian Kemp won. And now, Brian Kemp seems to be disappointed. A disappointing person. I heard that President Trump suggested that he may, um... He may... What is it called? Have Kemp arrested for... If he committed a crime. And there's this big backlash. I think President Trump is fighting for the country, though. It's clear that he loves America. Hake should have punched him. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about that. I'm like, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about punching him. But I thought about, this is a father talking to his son like that. I've made this point before when I've told this story. But it's a father talking to his son like that. Who needs a, Who needs mothers to destroy the children when the fathers are acting like Mothers teaching the son to be judgmental about some rule that neither of them really understands. Pretending that, oh, if you don't wear a mask outdoors when you're walking way around people, that means you're selfish. You don't care about other people. I'm like the nicest guy and he wants to call me selfish. Whatever. Uh, blind, brainwashed, judgmental people, right? And I see that happening with um, this election thing and all that stuff. There's a woman who, and I will get to your calls, hang tight guys, there's a woman who, who, according to Drudge and Fox News, they call her a single mom, and, you know, that probably gives, makes her seem more like a victim, right? More sympathetic figure, because she's white, probably. I think she's white. A single mom of six. Meanwhile, people like me, I'll say, that's her fault. <laughs> but, whatever. By the way, that, it's ridiculous that that female judge who was smearing the president is calling him, oh, you're king, that I was telling you about yesterday in Wisconsin, that Jewish woman, liberal. She's a single mother, too, all involved in politics. And I'm not surprised that she's a single mother the way she talks because, well, I mean, I don't know if the husband died or what, but... She seems like a piece of work. Nasty. Anyway, uh, single mother of six in Michigan fined $1,000 per day for keeping her cafe open. And her cafe employs 30 people. And it's indoor dining, of course, because think about how cold Michigan is. If you don't know, that's like kind of far north from where we are. Over here, it's like 70 degrees. <laughs> but over there, it is cold. 
indoor dining. And I have pictures from this, and you see these old guys not wearing masks, just being free. Look at that. Isn't that refreshing? You see snow outside, a picnic table with, with snow or ice or water on it. And the, the store is open. The cafe is open. Isn't that refreshing? I don't particularly like the lighting. It has, like, fluorescent lighting. I prefer na- more natural or incandescent lighting or maybe some dimness there and some brightness in spots. But whatever. It's nice. Look at it. I like the windows. Nice Christmas tree lit inside of this, this cafe. Cafe Rosetta in Michigan. And Eric Kilunen. I put Ki because it's two I's. K-I-I-L-U-N-E-N is the guy who's defending this woman and her cafe and others. Because he's founder of the campaign. He's a Michigan small business owner. Er- Eric Kilunen who founded the All Business is Essential, All Business is Essential campaign to keep Michigan businesses open and afloat during the so-called pandemic. And he's spoken on behalf of this Amy Hyken, H-E-I-K-K-E-N, owner of Cafe Rosetta in Calumet. Am I pronouncing that right, Michiganders? (laughs) She's refusing to pay multiple $1,000 fines for keeping her cafe open for indoor dining against state orders, now facing legal challenges. What a mess. For trying to be free. And this is what that Eric Kilunen guy says about Amy Hyken of Cafe Rosetta in uh, Michigan. Amy's got this, this sweet disposition. She doesn't want to fight anybody. I mean, anybody. I cracked. Kulunin told Fox Business of Hyken's legal battle with the state. She doesn't want any of this. Hyken founded the cafe in 2011 after a divorce. But she's apparently a driven and smart woman to build a business that employs 30 people. So right on on that note, but she was divorced nine years ago from a rough situation. Got six kids on welfare, nowhere to go. She decides to pick herself up. Brother decides to help her. They buy Cafe Rosetta. Now Amy has a place to focus her energy positively. (laughs) Well, she loves baking. She's the sweetest thing you've ever met, he said. Cafe Rosetta employs 30 people. Snow on the ground in Michigan. She can't afford to close indoor dining. And she can't wear a mask in line with her doctor's order due to a thyroid condition. Nice. (laughs) Not nice about the thyroid condition, but nice not having to wear a mask. She stayed open and defied the mandate. Now she's getting harassed on a daily basis by local health department led by this woman named Tanya Rule. R-U-L-E. Isn't that an apt name for this uh, wannabe ruler? Being fined $1,000 a day for supporting a family of, so-called family of six. The father's not there because divorced, right? And 30 employees, neither Tanya Rule, the environmental health director for Western Upper Peninsula Health Department, nor Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's office immediately responded to inquiries from Fox Business. Locals have been trying to help this woman go into the cafe every day. One started a fundraiser at a crowdfunding website, GiveSendGo.com, to help her pay legal fees as she fights the state. 
Whitmer on December 7th extended a three-week-long statewide COVID stay-at-home order. That's that woman who hates President Trump. And she's, you know, all the liberals think that she's such a heroine. Am I pronouncing that? I think I am. The goal of the epidemic order issued by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is to reduce the spread of COVID as it relates to indoor gatherings, reduce the strain on our health care system, and save lives, says Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Public Information Officer Lynn Sufton. All these women. In a Fox News, in a statement to Fox News, targeted and temporary closures that include restaurants have been part of successful strategies, they claim, without evidence, of containing COVID surges in Western Europe. Western Europe. And (laughs) Europe is not an example to follow necessarily. Right? These are awful people. And I told you about um, the so-called poverty rate, which does mean people having to struggle more than, they, than they're used to. The poverty, so-called poverty rate is, has increased by quite a bit. People's uh, cash accounts depleted. It's, it's obvious. It's a mess. And then they want the government to swoop in and save them. They want to pretend like, oh, it's the government not giving us stuff. No, it's the government forcing, local governments especially, and state, forcing people closed. They, people say that Trump mishandled this, cri- this crisis, this uh, so-called pandemic. I don't see how Trump mishandled it. I, those are the people who want Trump to force a nationwide shutdown or something. Or say, do this, do that, do this, do that. Whereas local people know their communities better. It's ridiculous. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson, host in The Hake Report. Thank you to Noah's Art Kansas for The Diamond. Always supportive. Lin Yen Chin with a diamond says, Joe Biden plus Hillary equals proof you become what you hate. Hmm. Lin Yen Chin says, their faulty memory plus lying, confused outrage. Interesting. Is just like the super predators. Pure mess. Interesting. And he says, life quality rises in birth of white baby engineers. Yeah. You know, they're trying to tell people, don't get pregnant during the pandemic, because then you could have to go to the hospital, and you don't want to go to the hospital. Well, they may have a point with not wanting to go to the hospital. Ah, whatever. Let me get to James, a first-time caller from Michigan. Hey, the very state I was talking about with this cafe lady being not following the, f- the forced closure. He wants to talk about masks and stuff. James, it's good to hear from you. What's up? How you doing, Mr. Hake? I'm doing fine. How are you? I, oh, I'm great. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to make a point about the whole mask thing. You know, it's kind of absurd that people judge folks, you know, right on sight when they don't have a mask on. Yep. My, do- my daughter is 25 years old, works at a medical facility, and she has asthma, and she can't wear a mask. So, nice. Yeah. Know, like I say, it's kind of absurd that folks just judge as soon as they see you, and they don't know, you know, if you can or can't, or, you know, if you just, I don't wear one because I won't wear one. But right. like I say, you know, it, people shouldn't judge just on sight when they don't know, you know, why or why not, you know. 
That's so true. And the people who are judging are the liberals who are saying they're so quick to call whites racist for doing something when they don't know the situation. They, they're the most true. judgmental people and they accuse others of being judgmental. They accuse others of being racist or whatever because they're the judgmental ones. It's crazy. People like Earl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Earl yeah. is a mask Nazi, but he's definitely a Democrat Nazi commie. <laughs> right, right. They yeah. probably all voted for Biden anyway. Yep. Yeah, that, that was the point I wanted to make, man, Great and point. just give you a call and uh, let you know it's definitely cold in Michigan. <laughs> and if we had to dine outside, you'd have to dine outside in a snowsuit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, uh, man. Well, I appreciate yeah, the call. Great point. Thanks, buddy. You have a good day. All right. You as well. Nice. Earl from Michigan wants to get in on here. Earl, what's up? Well, I brought his gift. Yes. To James Hake of the Hake Report. Thank you. And your last caller, uh, you know, it's interesting. Now, there are exceptions uh, in mask wearing, of course. You know, and everybody's situation is different. Yep. But that's a lot different than than uh, just doing it because of spite or because of arrogance, not not taking safety precautions. You think it's uh, you think it's arrogance not to yeah, wear a mask? Because uh, let me let me explain you why. All right. Because the first thing this person does when he gets cut, catches it, if he wants somebody to run to him and 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 and, and take care of him, I'm talking about the uh, hospital uh, personnel and so forth, risk their lives and the other folks around it because you're making of that up. Action. You're making that up. No, no, it's just facts. No, you're not. That's Once not facts. Sick, Name who did that? Who did that? Who who refused to wear a mask and then caught COVID and wanted the hospital to run and take care of him? I'm talking about the mere fact of defying uh, 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 instructions to wear a mask and and, and do safety precaution uh, avenues, and then they catch it. And the first thing they do is they're in the hospital begging for their life on respirators and so forth, then the doctors and nurses have to risk their lives and, and by, by uh, taking care of them. That's a fancy story. You can't is, name is one. You I can't help. name one case of that happening. But that, 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 that happens all over the country. You're making that up. Are you saying people that that don't that that that, that didn't want to wear masks, didn't catch the virus, and and got sick and went to didn't go to the hospital for for help? No, I'm not saying that. Some of them did, but that's you're what saying, I'm saying no. But you're you're saying, saying no. No, hold on, hold on. You said that they're begging for their lives. They, the first thing they do is go well, beg for their lives. Meaning that people got to take risk with their own lives by taking care of foolish and selfish people who only think about themselves. Now that person that but that's, that's not true, Earl. That, you don't you don't even know these people's state of mind. That's just a matter of common sense. It's not a matter of common sense. And the thing about hey, it, Earl, the Earl, first thing, Earl, hold on, slow down. Are you even aware that there is a scientific uh, 
conversation going on about the effectiveness of masks? There's always been back and forth and so forth. Thank you. And so you don't know what you're so, talking about. You don't know that it's arrogance no, not to wear a mask. Mean, that doesn't mean that uh, you're have you arrogant. Heard of tuberculosis? Earl, have you heard of have you heard of uh, tuberculosis? Hold on, before you get to the tuberculosis point, remember that point. But do, don't you think you're a bit arrogant in judging these people as being arrogant just because they don't want to wear a mask? No, I'm saying. Making safety precautions, thinking of other people than themselves. I can't count. No, but you're just assuming that they're not thinking of other people. You don't know what you don't know their mind. Maybe they maybe they don't go around people that much. If they want to be defiant and say and say, uh, let's say they caught it, and they're not going to wear a mask anyway. Uh, But you're just talking about you're talking about hypotheticals. Should I be able to sue? them for, 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 for infecting me with it. If they infect you with it, if you can prove they infected you with it, but you're just talking about hypotheticals. You're not even talking about real people. There's a lot of I'm people. Are you aware that the, that, the, that the government and these scientists have been wrong and all on top of that have outright lied to us in the past? And they're control well, that's freaks. A whole different subject it's not. Being it's right not a, no, it's not a whole different subject because that's the argument with regard to the masks. And you want to just claim, oh, they're just defiant. When in reality, people are trying to think for themselves, and people are trying to get at the real think truth because the, because the government think lies to us, Earl. But when they when it affects other people, that's when the thinking stops. No, you don't know what you're talking was, about. That's, that's why I was called uh, pointing out tuberculosis. Okay. It, it, it reacts the same way as, as the coronavirus. It spread uh, in the air and so forth. Doctors, if you go in for tuberculosis, they isolate you. They they put you in a separate and, and room by yourself, making sure you're not around anyone else to uh, 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 spread it to anyone else. The same way. Now, if there's an outbreak of tuberculosis, they'll be doing the same thing. What's the mortality rate of tuberculosis? What? What's the mortality rate of tuberculosis versus this COVID thing, which is supposedly well, they five... they've vaccines now for tuberculosis and so forth. But right. At one What's time, the mortality at rate, one Earl? Time, uh, What's the mortality rate? I don't know. That, is, it uh, deadlier, the, is it deadlier than this COVID thing? Not with the advent of uh, vaccination, uh, vaccine. For is it is tuberculosis? No, but it was. Is tuberculosis deadlier? But it was. It was when deadlier. It was, new, it was deadlier it was than COVID, to, right? Yeah, when it was new to the, they they had a, a, a tuberculosis outbreak. It was deadly. Very deadly. Before they came up with vaccines to to confront it. Well, guess what, but, Earl? But that, guess what, Earl? Uh, but that's a different topic. But uh, the survival rate, t- the survival rate of COVID. Is quite high, and the and the death rate. You got three hundred people de- dead. Three hundred thousand. Uh, three hundred thousand people Supposedly. dead in one year. Supposedly. And you minimize and you minimize it. I'm not minimizing it. I'm questioning it. Earl, for a break. I'm not minimizing it. I'm questioning it. There's a big difference. You're in always that. questioning it. But you know that the first people that that catch it run to the hospital, don't they? No, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just being, you're the one arrogant. As soon as anybody gets it, 
You made your point already. We already heard that point. We, I gotta go. Or you you're, know, you're, you're repeating your, you're repeating yourself, and you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, I wish I got to talk to your uh, friend. I could follow up on Maze, uh, talking about your person, your friend from South Africa, because how he skipped over, uh, over uh, the history of South Africa and minimized it, and so forth. How about and, the present? Uh, you got you people minimize the present of South Africa, and Mays is evil because she's pretending that the South African whites deserve what they're getting. The murders that's happening well, to the whites and the theft of their property. Well, how, was, how do you think it was going to end when, for centuries, you, you took land and and did everything and mistreated the folks, and then you expected them to be uh, all forgiving and so forth? Uh, uh, we uh we accept all the abuse that you've done over the history since you've been here. You don't know what you're and talking he, about, Earl. And you're just no, as evil you as Maze. You're just as evil uh, as Maze uh, for that. Time. You're justifying murder and um and theft. No, I don't justify. Yes, you are. I'm yes, you are. The reality no, of you're it. not. You're yeah, not in reality. You're in hist You're in so-called history, which is a, which is a, a vilifying of whites. Fake history, revisionist history. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, Earl, I got to run. No, I don't want you to talk about Skip. You can talk about Skip next time. We'll talk later. All right, but he agreed with with me that people are able to choose. Okay. So, adios, amigos. All right. Bye. What a mess. (laughs) Skip agreed with Earl that people are able to choose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Skip thinks, uh, Skip, are you going to start questioning yourself? Earl agrees with you. (laughs) What a mess. Restaurants are hit with violations over customers ordering takeout and then eating outside. (laughs) Let the people be free. You're just control freaks. The government is so money-grubbing and control-grubbing. And they're female-run and female-minded liberals. And then there's dumb, useful idiots like Earl who will take your side. I heard that Joel Osteen's church got $4.4 million in uh, those PPP loans from the feds. From the feds? <laughs> $4.4 million in loans. I mean, it takes more money to keep him afloat, right? I mean, not just him, but his whole operation. He employs a lot of people. So... Whatever. <laughs> but it is a mess. And speaking of these, these uh, elitist, and by elitist, I don't mean elite. As President Trump says, you're the elite. We're the elite. But these elitists, meaning arrogant, speaking of arrogance, Earl is on their side of the arrogant people. Judging everybody. Judging everybody who's trying to be free. Uh, raging Tom Cruise... Not to be confused with Chris, white Chris, who is not short. Do you know that Chris is one of the tallest people at Bond? (laughs) Uh, Raging Tom Cruise warns movie crew that they're blanking gone, F-wording gone, if they break COVID rules. Maybe he just doesn't want to be shut down. It might just be like this attack on men. Ted I mean, I almost said Ted Cruz. Tom Cruise, spelled differently. Um, 
is like an emotional guy. He made a fool of himself on Oprah's show. Remember that one time and he was dating that woman who... Was it that woman who was pretended to be girlfriends with Batman in that one, like, Batman Begins movie or something like that? I think he was girlfriends with her. I call them girlfriends because it's, like, embarrassing. Rather than boyfriend-girlfriend. I guess you can still call him boy- Because he acted, like, very- Not even boyish, it was, like, ridiculous. He was beside himself, all happy because he was with that girl. And she's not even that pretty. What a mess. Sure. Yeah, I don't have any pictures of Tom Cruise, but... He's warning a movie crew that they're blanking gone if they break COVID rules. And it was an audio leak. I think that it is an attack on these older, more established men. Males. Or imitation men, right? Imitation men. Even if they're an imitation of men, they're under attack. Bill Cosby. Donald Trump. I think Trump is a man. All these people. By the way, Jordanos, Jordanos C, T-S-I, C, gave a diamond and said, Tell Earl to change his greetings. We speak English. You got that, Earl? Jordanos C. And I bet you Jordanos C is able to speak Ethiopian, but when she calls in, she doesn't say whatever in Ethiopian. She greets us in English, because we speak English. So, Earl, with your kissing up to the Spanish people. (laughs) There's a mess. There's a mess going on. By the way, the Wisconsin Supreme Court, I told you guys about this in, uh, before I get back to Social Pariah and the rest of the callers, there is a, um, a Supreme Court in Wisconsin, right? They're the ones run by those, two of them are those liberal um, Jewish women, and they're, they hate Trump, they hate men, they hate Christians and whites and cry racism. Anybody who cries racism hates Christians and whites in America. Unless they're crying racism against blacks. Or if they're crying racism against the Democrats. Democrats are the real racists, then they're boomers. (laughs) And I love boomers. But they're saying, they ruled that Wisconsin state, they erred by giving blanket exemption to voter ID rules during COVID. They said, oh, if you're you're housebound during COVID, therefore you don't have to show your voter ID. I guess Wisconsin has a voter ID law. And so... They said, they have a, I don't know if they, they're, they're getting more and more liberal. Like every state, right? It's a mess. But they didn't force people, a, a whole bunch of people may have abused this thing. Oh, since you have, since this is COVID shutdown times, you don't have to give your ID. You can pretend like you are housebound, meaning you can hardly move. You're like a... Uh, a handicapped person. And so you don't have to show your voter ID. Well, the Supreme Court said, no, they, they weren't supposed to do that. I wonder if that's going to affect this election or if it's for future reference, right? Knowing, knowing the lameness of so many of these judges, which some of them I heard 
and I don't know if this is true, but Lynn Wood has said it, and others have said it, that some of these judges who are facing these cases, these challenges from the Trump administration and people in support of Trump, lawyers in support of Trump, that some of these judges are getting threats, and maybe that's partly why some of them are getting, dismissing their cases without even looking at the evidence. Because it's not for lack of evidence that most of these cases are getting thrown out. Some of them are saying, oh, I'm not convinced by the allegations. But I don't know. Wisconsin is the same Supreme Court. That Supreme Court in Wisconsin, the state Supreme Court, is the same one that threw out her, the, the one case by the pro-Trump judge, uh, not judge, but the pro-Trump lawyer who was challenging votes. And in particular in black heavy areas. And they're saying, oh, that's smacks of racism. It's ridiculous. Before I get to this San Francisco mess, let me get to Social Pariah, who wants to talk about the idea of a ranked vote. Social Pariah out of Colorado, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Hank? Going well. How about you? Good. Nice. Have you heard of that uh, ranked uh, voting system? <laughs> no. Is that kind yeah, of like a progressive uh, tax rate? No, it's uh, it's basically like, you know, right now our voting system is kind of like true or false. She's the two, two vote system. You either, you know, uh, so there's like vote splitting that happens. If you vote for an independent, then... You, the Republican side just lost that vote. Right. But with uh, rank, you get like, uh, it's kind of like you get your best option, then your second best option, then your third best option. Oh. You know. Interesting. So you, uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it may have a lot of merit because, I mean, you know, <laughs> how else are we going to get, how else are we going to get rid of the two-party system in the swamp, you know? You know, I don't necessarily see a problem with a two-party system because look at the other countries that have more than two parties are they doing any better um but i do see a lot of corruption in the the party that's supposed to be on the side of good not standing up for their own um platform that is a problem and then there is a legitimacy a false legitimacy given to the leftist party which has no legitimacy anymore. I don't know if they have any legitimacy. As in terms of their platform, it's like all evil. Um, so I'm not sure. But anyways, um, it's, in, it's an interesting idea. And it is kind of a, uh, they do shut people out. And that is an interesting idea. I don't know about having your first and second pick be, and third pick because that's going to, make it more complicated, and they, they can't even handle this simple election right. You know what I mean? But it's, well, it is an interesting idea, for sure. I would like to vote that way. Let's say, let's say it was Jackie Lacey, for example, the, that black female um, former DA of L.A. County, versus George Gascon, who shouldn't even be allowed to run, honestly. And then versus uh, Joel Friday here. Joel Friday for DA of LA County. 
first choice would be Joel Friday. Second choice would be Jackie Lacey. And then, um, deport George Gascon. <laughs> I would yeah, like to I, vote that way. <laughs> I, I would have liked to have seen, like, a Ross Perot. You know, back whenever he ran, you know, it was... But, you know, I mean, it, it pretty much just wound up splitting the vote. You right. Know? I mean... Yeah, that's true. Right, he is right he we, is he the one who cost George H. W. Bush his reelection? <laughs> I believe so, but he was a lot like Trump. I mean, in the in the way that he thought that uh, that NAFTA was bad, that he said that yeah. um, that giant sucking sound is American jobs leaving the country. You yeah, that? I was a kid when all that was going down. But, yes, I do remember that. And I'm not necessarily sad that H.W. Bush lost his re-election. He may have deserved that no. only one term. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's like... Uh, not that well, Clinton was like any good. The big corporations, you know, where they shut everybody out. Yeah, right. It's, it's kind of like uh, we can't, we can't get uh, ter- uh, term limits because... Well, they're the ones that decide whether there's term limits or not. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such, that is so crazy. There are some people in there who do want term limits, but you're right. They tend to be the younger ones or maybe the older ones who don't have anything left to lose, maybe. <laughs> but I do think they tend to be the younger ones. Maybe a Rand Paul. Is he for term limits, Rand? Uh, He's been in there a while. Yeah, I, I like her. I like uh, Rand on a lot of things, but he's a uh, he's a libertarian. Or he's, right. I, I don't know if he's completely libertarian, but he's a bit kind of wacky. Idea, yeah, so. yeah. He's kissed up to blacks too, haven't they all? What a shame. You know, it's not so much necessarily a system that needs to be the main focus. And I know that you're on board with this. We need the whole culture morally to get right. And then we can work out the system properly with clear thinking. Because these people are all evil. If you, even if you change the system, the evil people are still going to exploit it, its weaknesses and, and rig the elections for themselves and all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. You know, I mean, if, if, if we keep going the same way we're going, it's never going to change. I know, but we need to change the the morals. We need to bring, we need to shame these people and and be oh, like an yeah. example. Yeah. We need to be an example yeah. of like morals so that people see yeah, the I'm difference. With, and I'm I think that's, a, uh, I think that's what Trump has been doing a little bit. And many people on a, on the local level, many people are, Waking up and leading their families right and stuff like that, or maybe people a few. Like anyway, what's that? Doing it, def- people like Jesse are definitely doing it. Yeah, you know? I, was, I was talking to a Black Lives Matter person. I went to a Trump. Uh, I guess it was a state state uh, stop the steal. It was here in Colorado, and nice. I was talking to him. You know, I was like, you know, hey, you know, we there's there's all kinds of you know like fat people get less preferential pre- treatment than skinny people, good-looking people get, you know, there's all kinds of unfairness in life. Yeah. That, you know, we can handle, if Trump can fix the uh, economic problems where, you know, we have, like you said, uh, good-paying jobs cures a lot of the ills, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, Trump knew that. He was like, he thinks that he can talk with some of these Black Lives Matter people, but some you can't talk to. But don't we all want the same thing, yeah, like we, a decent we, life, a decent life, <laughs> decent job and all that? Well, we, we agreed on a lot. But then, you know, I was like right at the end, you know, I was like, I thought I almost had him convinced. And then he's like, but reparations. I was like, oh, man, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to you. Right. But yeah, I was. But yeah, I, I just I think that that sounds like it has a lot of merit. The, uh, the whole rank, ranking system. Yeah. Because that way, that way, that way, at least, you know, people won't be like, well, if I if I vote independent, then right, then you cost Trump the election or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Trump should have run independent. Really, I think he should have run like on a Tea Party uh, ticket. Because I, I really agree with a lot of what the Tea Party stands for, but yeah, but the Tea Party you know, isn't necessarily its own separate party. They many of them were Republicans. I would say most of them were Republicans, and the Republican yeah, that, platform. I don't know that I disagree with most of the platform, although it's probably gotten more and more corrupt over time, right? But if they would hold yeah. to the platform, we would be a strong party. Well, that's the thing. A lot of the third parties and stuff, like the Tea Party, was too fragmented. Everybody had different ideas. Yeah. And, you know... That's true. We need unity. Yeah. But that's all I had. Okay, I appreciate it, Social Pryor. Good to hear from you, man. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Before I get to more calls... Oh, before I tell you about this uh, ridiculous high school thing. Let me explain to you about United Airlines. They explained, and this came out, um, I guess on Sunday or so, they explained booting the family over a toddler, a two-year-old, refusing to wear a mask. This male stewardess said, excuse me, sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to grab your belongings, and you see this picture of this cute little, blonde little girl. Looks like my cousin who was when she was a little kid. Um, United Airlines has responded to this incident, but a family was kicked off of a United Airlines jet and banned for life, they said, all because their daughter, two years old, refused to wear a mask. Elise Orban and her husband boarded the jet from Denver to Newark. Two awful places, I hear, I'm gathering. One man was murdered. Was he murdered or killed? Was it manslaughter? I don't know. By a Antifa sympathizer. A pro-police guy over in Denver. And then Newark. Wasn't Cory Booker the mayor of Newark, New Jersey? Two awful places, right? And United Airlines corporate, corporate is anti-American, right? At least most of the corporations nowadays. They're pro-LGBTQIA stuff. They're pro-forcing you to vaccinate and mask up and all that stuff. They're Nazis about it, too. Nazi commies. So the parents were wearing their masks, right? Tried to get their daughter to wear a mask, but she wasn't having it. (laughs) Good for the little daughter. Look at that. She's covering her face and refusing to (laughs) to put the mask on. Nice. Elise's husband explained, tried explaining he did his best, 
and he was more than willing to cover his daughter's face, but the the uh, male stewardess wouldn't budge. They had to go, and it's a POC fem- uh, male stewardess. I call them male stewardesses rather than flight attendants, because back in the good old days, it was pretty ladies being the stewardesses, but now they have to call them flight attendants. United wouldn't remove their luggage from the cargo hold, and that included their daughter's car seat, and the woman said that United permanently banned them from flying, but maybe they changed their minds, or maybe she was misunderstood or was lying about it, I don't know. But there's mixed messages. The CDC has recommended children at the age of two or older to wear face masks. This kid, right, just about two two years old. But United responded and said, The health and safety of our employees and customers is our highest priority. We have multi-layered set of policies, including mandating everyone on board, two and older, wears a mask. We are investigating the specific incident and made contact with the family, refunded their tickets, returned their car seat and bags. They didn't even return their stuff. Wow. And that's their car seat. How did the girl get home? Breaking the law. Imagine if they went to jail because they're taking their daughter home because United wouldn't give them their car seat. Wow. Anyway. um, Sources contacted the airline and said the family was not banned from flying with them. Airline... You... United Airlines is not the only um, bad guys in terms of airline companies, too. We all know that. They adopt the um, so-called CDC recommendations, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Ridiculous. And speaking of ridiculous, before I get back to call, actually, before I go to the break, San Francisco, this is from Daily Mail, is going to rename Abraham Lincoln High School because of the former president did not demonstrate that black lives mattered to him. As a woke renaming committee also takes aim at Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein and Teddy Roosevelt, the great Teddy Roosevelt, not to be confused with FDR, the communist. (laughs) Uh, I call him a communist. I think he might have been. Definitely a sympathizer. He was, he did not help America. Um, Under his watch, indigenous peoples had much of their land taken from them through the 1862 Homestead Act and Pacific Highway, Pacific Railway Act, excuse me. 1864, the Lincoln administration oversaw the deportation of the Navajo tribe from the land in Arizona to match a, march a brutal 450 mile journey to New Mexico. He was behind the last The largest mass hanging in U.S. history, 38 Dakota men were condemned to death in Minnesota, 1862. For what? I don't know. Lincoln also abolished slavery, 1863, with the Emancipation Proclamation. 44 of the 125 schools in the San Francisco Unified School District are to be renamed. Isn't that silly? Other names include George Washington, Herbert Hoover, Hoover, Herbert Hoover, Thomas Edison, the guy that, that kind of perfected the light bulb or whatever. Senator Feinstein's name will be stripped from the Diane Feinstein Elementary School. Well, that's okay with me. Oh, but that's because she allowed the Confederate flag to fly outside of City Hall. That's not okay then. I thought it was for being a Democrat and evil. Nope. No, just kidding. I didn't think that. The renaming of the schools comes as part of a nationwide so-called reckoning around racial justice, which is not 
justice. It's an attack upon whites that has seen statues toppled and military bases renamed. Speaking of hating whites, that Raphael Warnock guy who is running for, and then I'll take a quick break, guys, who's running for um, Senate. He wants to be in the U.S. Senate representing Georgia. (laughs) I have Jesse singing Ray Charles in my ear. Did you know that I used to play that song on the piano? Georgia? Georgia on my mind. So I knew that song before Jesse Lee Peterson sang it. But Raphael Warnock is that black guy who is really evil. He mocked um, the idea of guns being allowed in churches, which that's our right. Right? That guy, he's one of those pro-Palestine guys, right? And some of you guys are, don't like our relationship with Israel, right? And so you, you're like free Palestine and stuff like that. And Palestine has a right to be a nation. I guess they do, yeah, of course. Nationalists, I think Israel has a right to be nationalists. Palestine, if they want to start their country, they have a right to be nationalists, I guess, right? And Americans especially have a right to be nationalists, including the white Americans. <laughs> but um, that guy was like, he, he's one of those pro-Palestine people that's pro-BLM. You'll notice that BLM is infected with these Palestine people. If you're for BLM, you're not for what's right. So that makes me leery, extra leery of these pro-Palestine people because they are so frequently the scum of the earth, including this Democrat who pretends to be a reverend, Raphael Warnock, and he says, it's no more anti-Semitic for me to say Palestine, Palestinian lives matter than it is anti-white for me to say that black lives matter. Well, it is, he is anti-white, and honestly, he's anti-black. And, um, whatever with the, with the Israel thing, right? <laughs> there they are saying, uh, white man and red pill XX both say free Palestine. <laughs> white man wants to start a war in the Middle East in 2021. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth, but he says, well, I'm not going to repeat it. Well, I'll repeat it, because this is what people are saying. Bomb fake Israel 2021. See, that's like maliciousness. You're kind of becoming what you hate, unless you're joking around, right? Um, Anyways, I got to take a break, guys. In short, that guy does hate whites. You know, Raphael Warnock. I'll be right back, guys. I will get to my favorite caller who's on the line and the rest of the callers. I will, I will this time cover Trump's attorney, deputy attorney general who will become acting attorney general. Just to give you a little taste of what he's like. Uh, if he's a Republican, he's another rhino. But, well, you'll hear about it. I'll be right back, guys. Hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. You 
back, guys. No, I am not smoking weed. I don't do that. <laughs> it says, uh, Twee says, hey, smoking weed. Nope. <laughs> um, by the way, I don't know what that song was. That's that. I don't think that's John Parfit, though. It's not Bright Lights, but it's nice. I will be checking the Super Chats, guys. Hang tight. That was Dougie Wood. Do or die. Nice. That's that song. Let me quickly get to Maze in Dayton, Ohio. She asks an interesting question. Maze, what's up? Hey. Hello, James. Hey. Yes. You waiting for my question? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, to get to art question, when I want to know something, that's why I go to the source to ask them questions. I didn't ask the black man the question yesterday. I asked the Caucasian man because he can't answer for a Caucasian, and he's all upset and out of out of his beavis and butthead mind about what I asked that man. So oh, you're talking like, about... Oh, you're talking about art? Yes. Addressing, you know addressing how shallow it is for you to be, like, criticizing and smearing and justifying the attack on whites when, yes. okay. when he's fighting against, he's calling out communism and socialism in <laughs> South Africa and America? Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I asked yeah. the man the question. I want answers from the people that's running them off, not people like him, because he can't give an answer. He's busy, he's busy uh, saying what you want to hear to make you happy. I'm just asking and giving you the truth. How do you know really? that he's not just giving the truth? Because he didn't know he said that to my dad. Art was, art was pretty deep yesterday. Yeah, he made some great deep. points. Now he came and he said the Pentagon was the Pentagon was hacked. The Pentagon get hacked all the time. That's nothing new, and that's not politics. But that's not what that's not the deep thing that I was thinking about. He said some deep stuff yesterday. Art didn't say nothing because he just like beavers in the head. Wow, you you I'm sound talking, so dismissive. Are you like that with your children? Or were you like that with your children? My kids are grown, and they check. Were you like own. that with your children? And I wouldn't have to call the police on my kids because I don't. I don't uh, have to call them because they have. To, <laughs> they know their rights, and they know the law, and they know they don't break the law. I wasn't I with him on that necessarily. I felt that that was just speculation. That wasn't the deep thing that I was thinking. He said a couple of deep things, and you missed it. You're too busy criticizing the weaker points that he made. No, I'm telling you this. I don't ask him for any answer. I asked the guy that was... He didn't... He didn't... He wasn't thinking that he was answering your question. He was responding to your ridiculousness. When I want to know something from a Caucasian, that's who I ask. I do not ask a black man. Because if I did, I'd call Jason and ask him for his opinion on something that I wanted to know that he should know. What do you you think about that guy calling you racist? He called you racist. He can call me what he wants to. If he don't call my name, he's not addressing me. <laughs> do you get it? And then when you say shaming people, I don't understand what you mean by shaming people to make them do what you want them to do, or you're shaming people because you're ill and uninformed. Well, I was talking about, I think I'm talking about um, the person oh, yeah, who, yeah. I'm talking about Earl pretending that he knows that people are just being arrogant. Because they want to, don't want to wear a mask when there's a lot of reasons to question this whole mask thing and to to not follow this thing. But do some people not wear a mask because they was asked to wear a mask? Because it's just like I, some people don't like wearing seatbelts, but this is a lot they gotta wear it, right? Or they there's a big difference between masks and seatbelts, but yes, there are a lot of we are we are required nowadays, and there are some libertarians 
and uh, old school people from the 80s. I remember when I was a kid, people saying this mask, I mean, this whole seatbelt law thing is ridiculous. So I won't, I won't argue. But there's a big the difference between seatbelts and masks. Seatbelts seat belts are proven to help prevent you from going through the, um, through the windshield and causing a lot of paperwork when you die or whatever. Really? Whereas okay. masks, the debate is raging. For masks, for it's masks are not settled science. The science is not saying, settled with masks. But if you cough in Jacksonville, you want to be sitting next to somebody this, today, and they coughing all over you without a mask on. I would rather enforce. I would rather enforce human decency rather than say the government tells you to wear a mask. Well, I'm not thinking about what the government because the government tells. Because that's what the government's doing. No, and no, now, no, no, no. oh, but you're right, you're right, there are a whole lot of people that are saying, put on your blinking mask, when they don't know what they're talking about. You're right. But if you're spreading, if you're spreading things, and you see somebody, well, you want somebody coughing all over you? No, but, that's, but you're, you're going you to do? extremes. Said, no, no, I'm not going What do you I'm think about, what do you, hey, Mace, what do you think about me walking way around that single father with his son? Outdoors, I walked plenty far around them, 10, 12, 15 feet away from them. And then I'm way out ahead of them, and then I and then I hear that that father judging me to his son and teaching his son to judge me for not wearing a mask. What do you think about that? Then you was away from him, so he just had his opinion of what he thought. And right. I'm like when you got people coughing in people's faces, they don't want to wear a mask, and then they're walking up and coughing in people's faces like they're crazy. They're yelling on the phone just because they think that they're not supposed to listen to nobody except for what they. Yeah, want. that's silly. That's that's what's that's, that's people are. Well, listen, else. listen, Mace. When you tell somebody what to do, that's a form of arrogance. And then when really? people, when people, yeah, hold on, hold on, Mace. When people respond in, a, in arrogance and lash back at you by coughing or making a scene, they're responding in arrogance. It's a battle of egos, and it's useless, it's, and it's, it's evil. It's nonsense. Oh, huh? it's evil. Yeah, it I is. I want you to explain to me what do evil look like. Is it evil uh, listening to people trying to tell other people how they should run their lives or what they should do, and then they're not doing right themselves? Is that, is that good or evil? It's not necessarily evil. It's not that's what it is. Yeah, because people got people got their issues. I mean, they're doing wrong. They're because doing wrong. Sometimes people are doing wrong, but they want to be better, and they want everybody to be better. So they'll say, what "Hey, we got to be better." But I'm not. I, what I, huh? What I what I look at is the evil. If you're ill and uninformed, you want to go harm somebody that's not bothering you, and just because you think that you got the right to do it, you go out and mess with people that not even thinking about you or even got you on the mind and harm them. Right. I don't know. Democrats are, Democrats tend to be really evil, and then there's some I'm Republicans both, too. I'm not, I'm not picking out parties. I'm saying both. I know, but I, yeah, I'm saying both too. Anyways, Wait, okay. Mays, you got to check yourself. No, 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 no. I'm che- I check myself every day. I don't know about. I don't know. You mean you, you? You're checking, but you're blind. And you tell Hog that when he goes worse, he be used and trying to use the girls that who? Boss Hoggle. Hog. Oh, blazing hogs. Blazing hogs. That's when he mad with his wife. That's what he called her. That's not <laughs> when I come on. That's what he used. So that must be he mad with his wife last night. What does he, he call? What does he call you? And that's a weak man. What does Blazing Hogs call it's you? Same that he's saying. Mace. Mace. Saying. What does Blazing Hogs call you? Ask him. You can see it in the chat room. No, come on. Tell me. No, I don't there are many that. people who cannot see the chat room. Answer the Wait, question, Mace. Don't be obstinate. You're a that's stubborn woman. <laughs> 
I'm a woman with some sense and can use her own brain. Answer the question. What is what does Blazing Hogs call you? Don't don't say if it's a cuss word. Uh, censor it if it's a cuss word. But it's tell me. It's close to it. It's close to it. So I won't even. Um, tell me what it is. Even. You have us all in suspense. The people are dying to know what Blazing Hogs well, is calling you. In the chat room, you can see it and tell him that's what he calls his wife. He's no, I don't know. <laughs> You're speculating. And then you tell Art that he's no one. No, yeah, I'm happen. not letting you move on. What does Blazing Hogs call you? He calls me, uh, he tries to call his wife, which is a B-I-S-S-H. Oh, B-I-S-S-H? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's what he called his wife last night, and he's a weak man for calling his wife that. Because I only, only name I... You're making that up. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are. No, I'm not. You're as bad so as Earl. When the, when the ill and uninformed get educated on things that they don't know anything about, it's just like you were talking about uh, Palestine and Israel. That's a history to that, too. I know, but these people are evil. The people who are pushing mm -hmm. the Palestine stuff, I mean, especially mm -hmm. like Raphael Warnock, he supports Black Lives Matter, which is a hate group. Like who? Warnock? You yeah, Raphael, Raphael people, Warnock. People that, hey, y'all don't know nothing about that man, and y'all can't vote in Georgia. I know enough I about him. I do know something about He's him. the only one that got to have something to say. And then the stupid lady called him a fascist and, a, and all these different names. He's a and, Nazi uh, commie. Like, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with her? And she just and she just taking your money. Don't you? I gotta go, Mace. Nice talking with you. You don't want me to finish, Jane? No. You've made like five different points. Lose the brain that God gave you, and stop saying a liberal and a conservative because you hate the conservatives when they rhinos, but you love them when they're doing what you want. If they're rhinos, they're not conservatives. You love them today and hate them tomorrow. So that's why I'm trying to ask the difference between love and hate. All right. Love and hate. You have a good day. People and Mays don't care what you call her. That's not her name. It's M-A-Z-E. Nice. Me that, and then I will talk to you about art. You need to quit. The Pentagon. You've learned about the Pentagon. Maze, I got to go. Nice talking with you. Okay. Take care. And now you won't, he won't give his mother a headache trying to get her to be something. Nice lady. <laughs> uh, unofficial Team Trump commented yesterday on yesterday's show. Shout out to unofficial Team Trump. In the comment section, I love the YouTube comment section. You get to know what people are really thinking. So he says, I think it's a he. It could be a she. I'm tired of James Hake giving Mays and Earl opportunities to spread their evil and divisive rhetoric every show. He says they are evil and mean-spirited. I'm saying he, but I think it's a he. I don't want to listen to that. Also... Hake should have muted Maze the second she talked over the guests, because yesterday I put Maze on with the great Buffalo Bartlett on Twitter. He's Jason Bartlett. Goes by Buffalo Bartlett on Twitter. And I'm kind of emphasizing the Bartlett. It's Bartlett. Um, should have muted Maze the second. <laughs> That she talked over the guest instead of let her run her angry mouth and spew the same hate she always does. Enough already. You know, I let it go because it was kind of interesting seeing how Buffalo Bartlett, um, <laughs> steamrolled over that woman. Oh my gosh, I loved that. Because it's nice to see how Buffalo Bartlett, um, Bill Lockwood, the great Bill Lockwood, 
who goes on the Jesse Lee Peterson show the final Tuesday of, of the month, typically. How these guys handle Mays and these interesting black collars, right? Arrogant black collars. <laughs> because he, he handled her, kind of like I explained yesterday, the way that the great Vice President Mike Pence manhandled Kamala Harris. Joel Friday says, no way, I wish we would have gone more with uh, Buffalo Bartlett versus Mays, but I had to end it. We were going to 30 minutes. But, yeah, I liked how he handled her, and the reason I left it going was because you can go back and listen to what she said, and then you can go back and listen to what he said, because if you listen closely to, and focus on one person talking, then you can understand what that person is saying. But I know it's, it's, it's obnoxious when there's cross-talk and over-talking, because sometimes you'll just miss everything, right? But the benefit of recordings is you can go back if you, don't, if you have the energy to go back and re-listen to what they're saying. Because she was saying stuff that was kind of exposing her as jumping to one thing from the, to the next when he's still answering the first question. Then she goes, you're not answering my question. But he's still answering the first question, but then she's jumping to the next question. And just very uh, crazy, right? <laughs> jo- Joelle says, you made a good call putting her on. I doubted, I doubted you for it at first. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I liked how he handled her. And he handled her right. And really, she exposed her nastiness. Maybe I should have questioned her about it just now. But she exposed how, well, Earl did the same thing. They have their history, so-called history, of what the whites supposedly did to the blacks. Maybe some of it's true, I don't know. But I do know that there is a whole lot of um, communism surrounding the, the teardown of that country to this day. And even back then. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the end apartheid. Did you know that in Lethal Weapon 1, the, I don't know if it was the white guy or the black guy. I think it was the black guy. Danny Glover. Is it Danny Glover? Dan, it's Danny Glover, right? The black guy? Yeah. The actor? Yeah. He is a piece of work. Nowadays, he's beside himself. Pro-reparations, just old and decrepit and evil. Maybe not totally decrepit, but he's like... Old and nasty. And he is a resentful, malicious, bitter old man. Old black man. Hates whites. Hates what's right. And I think in his house, in that Lethal Weapon movie, because that Lethal Weapon movie was the great. Um, and I liked Danny Glover as a, when, when I would watch him in movies back in the day, right? But uh, Mel Gibson... Starred, and then Danny Glover was his sidekick <laughs> in the Lethal Weapon movies, which I didn't watch as a kid. I was sheltered. But he had an and apartheid poster. Back then, there was this whole Hollywood and the mainstream media and the political people were pushing to end apartheid. That's like segregation here in the States. Maybe it's even worse. Well, what's going on today is worse than... I think it's worse than what was going on in the 80s, I think. And those of you who know more about it, 
there's no quest. There's no question for you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> Let me get to Julio in Rhode Island. He wants to talk about these evil schools and uh, Tucker Carlson. Julio, it's good to hear from you. Are you there? Hey, yeah, how you doing, bud? Doing fine, thank you. Yeah, no, I was just, I just wanted to call you to, to just. I'm not sure if you guys came across the the Tucker Carlson show when he was talking about, um, I guess, a bill that either they're in the process of passing or already passed, pretty much saying that they're gonna give children the um, pretty much the authority to to ask for a medical treatment on certain things without their parents' approval. It's disgusting. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah, they're, these are really evil people. These politicians. Oh, yeah, man, like, it's awful. I just, I just, I just don't seem to what understand state is why that? the you first know what, thing they. I'm, you know what state that was, or was that nationwide? I believe it's. I'm not. Sh- I don't want to say it's nationwide, but then again, I don't want to say it ain't. Right. I just know I heard it on the show, and they didn't clarify what states were passing this. But I'm just afraid it's going to pass through all the states. You know how crazy they these liberals and yeah, emo crap get. In, in fact, it's already the case in some many states. I think, and probably Obama was for it too. This um, no. Alerting the parents before you go get an abortion. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it was with that. Same thing with, like, if they wanted to, to go through the whole transitioning thing. I was just like, dude, this is, these kids don't even know, you know, they haven't even finished their little, their minor education. You're over here going to, like, dilute their mind to think that they're, you know, grown enough to make these decisions. Trans, like, turn transgender and all that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're yeah. trying to keep people... Enable the kids to be more evil and corrupt without the parents' permission. And then, and yet, they want the, par- the kids, the adult so-called kids, to stay immature longer. Keep them on their parents' so-called health care plan until the age of 26. Wow. For, yeah, you know, that's uh, in Obamacare, I think it was, that they are forcing he- so-called health companies to let the children be covered by under the parents' plan to the age of 26. Just making kids, irri- I mean, uh, adults, irresponsible, not responsible for themselves. It's, Very irresponsible. I, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, what you're saying, because it's like, uh, and on top of that kind of goes with like what JLP says about how like the children, if they can like keep their, all well, their mothers, if they can keep the child in the household and pretty much make them their their mate or whatever you want to call it yeah that would that would so go along with that whole agenda because it's just like oh well you know you want to do what you want but you you know you're not grown enough to go out there and make your own decisions but when it comes to your body you can make decisions it just just sounds so ridiculous like you can't even go buy a a box of cigarettes let alone or like nyquil at the store you guys need uh, an id (laughs) for that and yet you're going to tell them that they can get hormone injections and all this stuff like it's just yeah insane it is. Yeah. It's really but, evil. Yeah. These people are so backwards. It's so female-minded mm-hmm. to come up with um, their own version of morality, and then they justify it with different things that sound like a version of of uh, ethics. It's so crazy. Yeah. Deceivers. It's, it's kind of like going. Yeah, it's like going back into the whole. Uh, what do you want? Sodom and Gomorrah days and stuff. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, it, we're we're going down that path. Like, I, I I seen it years ago where as soon as they started to. Pretty much give uh how do you want to call it the whole separate bathroom thingies 
soon as I seen that coming, I was like, oh, just just give it time. And I guarantee you the next thing they're going to use is the same thing that the, the gays use to get into their, well, the gay rights. They're gonna, the pedos are going to do the same thing. They're gonna yeah. Like, oh, we were, we weren't, you know? I was just like, ah, oh, it, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> right. Yeah. And one more thing. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about that crazy news report that they're talking about in Israel about aliens and all this stuff, but it's the most ridiculous garbage I've ever heard. And it shouldn't even have been aired on, on, on the TV. It's just ridiculous. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but if you haven't, it's a good laugh. So. <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, but, the tip. Yeah. No problem, man. All right, guys. You take care and keep doing your thing, guys. All right. You as well, Julio. Take care. Later. So, as promised, I have to cover this. I am late. I told you guys I was going to do this yesterday. Even in Hake News, I mentioned that I was going to cover this yesterday. This is from JTA, Jewish Telegraph Agency. And this is about President Trump's Deputy Attorney General, Jeffrey Rosen, or Jeff Rosen who is, I guess, December 23rd, after, uh, that's the day that Bill Barr, William Barr, resigns officially, or ends his stint as Attorney General for the last uh, month or so of of President Trump's first term. Uh, Jeffrey Rosen is going to become acting Attorney General after Barr exits. William Barr. And Rosen, who is Jewish, delivered remarks in October at a State Department conference on anti-Semitism. He said that addressing this disturbing rise of anti-Semitism is a priority of the Justice Department. That's what he said. But he also cautioned that it was incumbent on law enforcement to respect freedom of speech. Well, you really can't have both when you have the existence of hate crimes. Because hate crimes are an attack upon free speech. It's a wedge to usher in the notion of hate speech. It just is. And he took exception to that term, hate speech. Which is favored by a number of so-called anti-defamation groups. Which I say so-called anti-defamation groups because they, what do these anti-defamation groups such as GLAAD, did you know that GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, is a so-called anti-defamation group? Yeah, gays and lesbians against, um, uh, gays and lesbians of America or something like that, against defamation, something like that. And now they just call themselves GLAAD, right? G-L-A-A-D. Against defamation. But what, they, what do they do but defame Christians? <laughs> and the ADL. Uh, the ADL is the Anti-Defamation League. Meant to so-called protect Jews from being smeared, right? But what do they do other than to smear whites and Christians? Occasionally they'll call out blacks who hate Jews. But mostly they hate whites. And they're intellectuals, so they'll, like, have their little facts to support what they're saying, but nope. They're not based in reality. And they cause more resentment, honestly, uh, towards Jews. Did you know that? It's a fact. And so, um, 
this hate speech term is favored by a number of so-called anti-defamation groups, including major Jewish organizations. Yep. Because they don't believe in free speech or the truth. Trump frequently has been accused of peddling hate speech, they say. This is a pretty far-left outlet, this Jewish Telegraph Agency, I gather, because they hate Trump. In a, in a previous article that I referenced yesterday was that um, Wisconsin woman, that Wisconsin female judge, single mother, who said that Trump's lawsuit smacks of racism. <laughs> Democrat. Trump had endorsed her opponent who was an incumbent, and she ousted the incumbent. Wisconsin on the decline. Who knew? Well, if you saw what happened in Kenosha, you knew. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, Here is a quote from this Jeff Rosen guy. At least in the realm of law. I don't really like that qualifier. I think we should get rid of it entirely. He said, we should look at finding a better term than hate speech, as that term can cover some things that are protected in the First Amendment. And some that are not, so it has not been proven very useful. And sometimes the term hate speech has been used to label whatever a person using the phrase doesn't like. Or whatever. I don't really follow that phrasing. He says, it has become too easy to label political speech as such. Yep. Or Christianity as that. The Bible. People have called the Bible hate speech. And this reminds me of Brother Dean Saxton, (laughs) the open-air preacher from Arizona who's preached on college campuses. He's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a couple of times, a few times actually, um, about hate speech. And this is a brief clip. I've played it before, but it is a classic. And it is bleeped because it does have kind of a bad, or a kind of a bad word, something that You don't want kids throwing around. (laughs) Here is Brother Dean preaching in uh, Arizona addressing a so-called challenge from a liberal. And by the way, he's holding a sign that says, you deserve rape, because he kind of got famous for holding that sign, you deserve rape. He's addressing the the sluttiness of college campus women who are constantly crying rape, usually falsely, or many times falsely, against males on college campuses, saying, you deserve rape, and rapists deserve the death penalty. Because you guys are bringing this mess on yourselves by being immoral, and immodest, and, and all that stuff. But here's Brother Dean addressing a critic. Listen to this. At some point this becomes hate speech. At some point, it's like no. a riot plot. It's called Free speech. No, it's called hate speech. You communist fat. You can find the original on YouTube without the bleep, but he's right. It's called free speech. And there's a whole lot of blind brainwashed liberals, including female minded males, including the so called educated who believe in this free speech stuff, which is partly why. President Trump loves the uneducated, the less educated, because they're not brainwashed by this dumb hate speech lie. Trump had called the bar, William Barr, a big disappointment, by the way, because after the Hunter Biden thing. Because, well, Fox News guy Todd Starnes, he's like a Christian over there. 
You said if Wall Street Journal story is true, there's this Wall Street Journal story that came out, and Attorney General William Barr knew in the spring about the Biden investigation, the Hunter Biden investigation, Hunter Biden doing, doing deals in China and having all kinds of stuff, shenanigans, and yet kept it quiet. If Barr knew but kept it quiet, he should be fired at the, by the end of the business today. He said that, I think he tweeted that back on Friday. And Bill Barr turned in his resignation <laughs> on, a, what was it, Monday or Tuesday? I think Monday. Interesting. I don't know. And Barr, I was watching the Epoch Times, a report from the Epoch Times, and Barr also pretended like he was going to get to the bottom of this, uh, this um, phony Russia investigation. But not investigate big names, high-up names, of people who were named in this phony investigation into the Trump campaign, including Barack Obama, who was specifically involved in a meeting, Bill, I mean Bill, Joe Biden, who was specifically involved in a meeting. He's not going to investigate those guys, maybe because he didn't want it to look political. But all that effectively means is Barr is a rhino and he's supporting the establishment, protecting the establishment. Oh, they're too big to fail or something like that. It looks political. Just because it looks political doesn't mean it's not right to do. It is right to look into these people. You guys know that. Preaching to the choir here. Um, Let me get to Killian from Boston, Massachusetts. Killian, it's good to hear from you again. What's up? I wanted to uh, ask you a riddle. Okay. Uh, what doesn't sound anti-Semitic but actually is? I don't know. I don't think anything does because it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, popular answer is the truth. The truth. Okay. That's the, that's the popular answer? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's what they say about racism, too. Racism, usually people who are called racist. I mean, most people in general do have hate in their hearts, so it's kind of a moot point. But people, even people who don't have any hatred in their hearts at all but tell the truth, they're called racist. So usually well, this racism thing or anti-Semitism thing, they're just telling the truth. That's an well, interesting point, about- man. The truth about that word is that it's a meaningless word invented by Marxists used to demoralize white people. Yeah. And man, has it worked. I mean, if you look through dictionaries through history, you haven't really seen the word racism since before 1915. Right. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Give or I take, mean, the right? Basic, the basic theory is the Marxists, you know, they wanted to divide people with the class struggle over in Russia. Yeah. And they tried to import it to America, but it didn't really work because you had a strong middle class and people were prosperous. Upward mobility, so, right? So most most Americans kind of rejected this whole class warfare argument. Yeah. So what they did was they just kind of remade it into the whole racism thing. Yeah. They used that to divide instead of rich versus poor because there weren't as many poor people in America. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's, there's so many ways to divide people. 
and you'll notice people tend towards division no matter where they are. If you're amongst a bunch of, um, Christians, they'll find something to disagree with each other and, and backbite each other over. And so that's evil. That's what the communists do. The communist is another word for evil, I think. Or, you know, one of the... Well, you have to acknowledge the fact that humans are naturally tribalistic. I mean, if you look back yeah. through yeah, no, antiquity I, and ancient history, I mean, it was more of a survival mechanism than anything. I mean... And to this day. Of your not just was. To this day. <laughs> well, I'm saying to back in the, like, the evolutionary period, you know? I don't know if I believe in the evolution. Are you a Christian? Yes. Nice. Do you believe in the evolution stuff, or do you kind of neither here nor there on it? Um, I believe that God designed people to evolve in slight, small ways. I don't believe that we were originally all monkeys from Africa. Oh, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, people... Do you, be, do do you, you believe, believe in dinosaurs? Believe, yeah, I believe in dinosaurs. Because they're know, cool. no dinosaurs in the Bible. They were dragons. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Leviathan. I don't know, yeah. man. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It, it's fun. To me, all that, that is, whole thing is, is fun. It, is, it really is fun yeah. to debate people on these things. Kind of old. I think that's what the flat earther people like about it. I mean, I'm not denying that I'm flat earther, uh, baltard, but <laughs> I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I'm, a, I'm an extremist uh, uh, in, in the middle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, like, there's important present-day things that I need to address, it, address in myself, and then we need to address in society. And I think that goes for most of us. And yeah, it's, I mean, you get the practical versus the philosophical. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, I mean, I like man. I read a lot of philosophy. and uh, I can tell. Like, I read I read a good quote the other day about the difference between intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. Intelligence is knowing that in the book Frankenstein that the monster that the scientist created, he wasn't actually named Frankenstein, it was the scientist. <laughs> yeah. But the wisdom is to know that the scientist actually was the monster. Interesting. I ha I'm not really familiar with the whole story, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the cartoon descriptions of Frankenstein. He had the bolts in his neck, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I'm familiar with that part. Brought of it. to life with lightning bolt and all that. Yeah, and he said it's alive or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you have to you have to discriminate between intelligence and wisdom in this world. Yeah. Yep. Very true, man. I mean, look at the people who are who lean on intellect. And are able to rationalize all manners of all manner of of evil. Well, I believe that the new religion that since the fall of Christianity, the new religion is science. Yeah. And you have all these people saying that science is settled. And <laughs> right. anyone that says anyone that claims to be a scientist that says the science is settled, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. Because science is based upon the scientific method, and the scientific method. Ultimately, the heart and soul of it, it tells you to question everything. It's yep. basic empiricism. So question and test. Question, huh? test, verify, yeah. Yeah. So and prove. If a scientist says, oh, it's settled back, they're, they're the opposite of a scientist. Yep. You're right, and that is a false religion, as just like anything else. Appreciate that, man.
Well, man, it's I good. Want you get some other callers. All right, what do you got? No, it's a that was a good riddle, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, one of my other favorite riddles is uh, is um, what accounts for fifty, but also thirteen percent. Oh yeah, blacks and murder. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of good Riddler memes out there. <laughs> I appreciate it, Killian. Take care, man. All right, you as well. All right, Billy, a first-time caller in Massachusetts. Wants to know my thoughts on libertarians. Billy, what's up? Hi, how are you doing, sir? Fine. First of all, I want to salute you for just being such a great patriot, keeping the airways clean, uh, keeping them honest, and keeping them responsible. Appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I thought I thought your last caller really hit it on the head, uh, said a lot of things about how racism isn't true and... Uh, stuff like that, and I just want to say God bless that man, because he was hitting all the points on the head. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's knowledgeable. And, I mean, you seem like a pretty knowledgeable and smart guy yourself. Now, I'm curious about something. How familiar are you with the deep state? Um, my I'm not very familiar with it, but I know a little bit. Such as, my example of the deep state is CIA idiots who are like my age or Joelle's age or maybe even younger or maybe older too, simps, dumb liberals in the CIA telling Moby, this dumb singer from the 90s, I mean, I don't want to call him dumb, but he's a dumb liberal, right? This singer DJ guy. Dumb as a stick. Yeah. I hate hate his music. It's just boom, boom. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm over that. Yeah. So they told Moby to, to fearmonger about Trump and Russia, to spread the word. That's an example of the deep state. The deep state are the people in the executive branch in these bureaucracies who supposedly work for the president. The president is the chief executive, and yet all they're doing is undermining the president. Um, the guy who so-called was a whistleblower who sparked the fake impeachment of President Trump. Those are all examples of the deep state. Um, Even Bill Barr, to an extent, he supports the establishment, which the deep state kind of, they are pro-establishment, kind of. They're also pro-Bernie. It's a bunch of liberals. Um, You're so so right. Yeah. I mean, you have a top five recording artist in Moby, (laughs) and you know that he's in cahoots with Bill Barr, and guess, guess who's pulling all the strings? Hillary Clinton. Hey, I just had a question for you, though. You know, I know that we've, there's a lot of talk about Q and kind of what the what the letter Q represents. Yeah. Um, Are you into I was it? Curious if, well, I, I'm into that, but there's actually I'm on a new tip now. I was curious if, uh, <laughs> what, what the what the letter L meant to you. Loser. No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, really? Because I mean, you're pretty close, actually. Uh, you're taking a big <laughs> fat L right now. You piece of. Okay, I got it. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know where he's coming from. <laughs> that was interesting. He had an interesting accent. What does he mean? What does it mean? <laughs> All right. I didn't agree about the Hillary thing or Bill Barr necessarily being in cahoots with Moby, but whatever. Um, Brian, a first time caller in PA. What's up? Sorry, kids, he cussed. Yeah, what's up, Brian? How you doing, Hank? I'm a huge fan, man. Watch you every single day. Appreciate it. 
absolutely. Um, so I just kind of wanted to go back um, to evolution and dinosaurs and all that. Yeah. Um, just take what I say with a grain of salt. Do your own research. But I pose a question to you. How come the first dinosaur bones were not found until the 1840s? Why has no ancient, uh, you know, ancient race or, you know, uh, people from, you know, ancient Mesopotamia or anything like that, why did they never record finding dinosaur bones? Why, when they were building New York City, nobody recorded finding any dinosaur bones? Because they're not real. <laughs> really? But they ha they didn't have the bones because they were all alive back then. They have dragon stories. Well, New York City doesn't. But <laughs> New York City has gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, well, they, have, they definitely have gargoyles now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so does, uh, I, I live in southern PA, but I'll tell you what, this is Trump country, but going a little north towards Philly, oh my God. Absolutely horrible. Interesting, man. Yeah, well, anyway, just wanted to bring that up. I won't keep you long, but I uh, just want to say I'm a huge fan, Hake, huge fan of Jet V, and I, I watch you every single day. Appreciate it. Nice to hear from you, Brian. Take care, man. Uh, good. You too. All right. I wonder who made up the dinosaur thing, if they're not real. <laughs> that guy uh, says he was not good at trolling. That other guy. It would have been nice to know where he was coming from. Was he a liberal? Or... W he never asked me the question about libertarians, by the way. <laughs> Gargoyles. J Hake is a 90s kid. Yeah, one of my friends, my... Uh, one of my cross-country teammates, freshman year of high school, he watched Gargoyles, and I watched Batman the Animated Series. And I started watching a little bit of Gargoyles. <laughs> Where did gargoyles come from? People's imagination? Um, speaking of hate speech, Reuters, according to the internet, denounces Venezuelan hate speech laws. Reuters, of all people, denounces Venezuelan hate speech laws as designed to silence criticism of the government and chill speech. All of a sudden, Reuters cares about hate speech laws when Reuters is openly anti-American. Strange, huh? Lack of, talk about a lack of self-awareness. In a review, this is a quote from Reuters. In a review of more than 40 recent hate law arrests, Reuters found that in each case, authorities intervened against Venezuelans who had criticized Maduro. Nicolas Maduro, right? Other than and other ruling party officials are their allies. Despite its growing use by prosecutors, the hate law is considered unconstitutional and illegitimate by many Venezuelan legal scholars consulted by Reuters. But Reuters is anti-American. They're communists. So, <laughs> Reuters is supporting the destruction of America. And meanwhile, they're pre pretending to care about what goes on in Venezuela. I don't know. Maybe there's an honest person over at Reuters. Who's the writer? Let's look into this. Angus Berwick and Sarah Kinosian. I don't know. That, that report is from uh, December 14th. Venezuela's law against hate is suddenly a key tool for Nicolas Maduro to repress dissent, which is just what the 
enemies of America are doing to real Americans here. What a mess. I got that from the internet. I'll, I'll share the link on my blog post, thehakereport.com. Um, let me get to Mandla. Am I pronouncing it right? A first-time caller out of South Africa wants to comment on the current affairs in South Africa. Am I pronouncing your name correctly, Mandla? Um, you don't, uh, you don't use the, the, like, the pronunciation of air. You use the ah. Mandla? Ah, when you pronounce. How do you say it? Yeah. Mandla. 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 Ah. All right. Mandla. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So what How are you, you doing? Fine, thank you. What's going on in South Africa, or yeah. what did you want to say? About what's going yeah, on? Um, like I, I, um, I was, I, w- I was speaking to a lawyer friend. Um, I think it was two years a- ago. A friend that is doing law. He's like uh, actually um, getting like uh, high marks and all of that. But then I realized that he was really brainwashed into thinking that the laws that are in um, in South Africa are so great because they've been fooled by you know the. the the me- um, I don't want to say the media, but like the whole ranking system of which laws are great, because I feel like South Africa has really adopted, if not all, of um, Britain's laws, which are like um, actually horrible. Yeah, yeah, they really, they really have. Yeah. They're pushing that hate speech stuff too, right? They don't have freedom of speech over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, hate speech. Um, I thought um, actually heavily about that, that like no one should actually go to jail for using the K-word, which um, actually is a Muslim word, meaning you don't believe in Allah, but you know people are like offended by that word. Oh, and okay. And the N-word, yeah. if you know, if you know, like, um, if, if, if you know the origins of the N-word, it just means the black in, right. in um, French, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, uh, so like for like um, a person to go to jail for that, even if it was a horrible word that had another meaning, it just uh, it doesn't make sense for me. It's personally. just like the OK signs uh, effect by by force of the um, the force of the liberals. Declaring it a hate mm. a hate symbol, declaring it a white power symbol, um, it's all ridiculous. Exactly. They're pretending to read your mind. Yeah, and then, and then um, you have these um, uh, the pan Africanists coming to universities because I'm a university student, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you have you have the pan the pan Africanists coming to like um, Doctor Omar. Yeah, but like I think he has like the one thing that is true that he said. He said you can't be a pan a pan um, Africanist and marry a white woman. That like it doesn't go hand in hand. I I think I can I can agree with him on that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you you find a lot of pro black uh, men out there, but they have. Uh, White uh, wives, which is strange. Like yep. the NBA players. <laughs> yep, it's, it's true. It's so common. It's really, it's really something else. Yeah. So yeah. So like, I feel like it's it, it is sad. Actually, even like some of the laws 
that are really good that are from the USA, like um, the Stand Your Ground Law. Yep. I think if, if it was in like if it was in in um, uh, South Africa, it would uh, really help us a lot. I bet. In terms of like the high crime and 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 all that. Right. Because like people don't have because of these um, self defense laws, they are really. They're like they're really making it hard for like people to protect themselves. So. Even the whole thing of uh, the anti-gun laws and all that stuff—it's it's really horrible. Yeah, um, the murder rate is through the roof in South Africa. They're murdering blacks. Are murdering fellow it's blacks true. and whites at a high rate. And um, yeah. what are they using to murder these people with? Is it is it guns, primarily, or what? Yeah, yeah. Primarily, they use uh, yeah guns. Illegal guns. Yeah, but then yeah, but then um, there was a there was a documentary that like um, who's this um, Lauren Southern? Yes. Did. Mm-hmm. It was a a bit a bit uh, biased. It had some truth, but but then there was a bit of a, a like sort of a play in. But there was there was truth in what. She was bringing that there was sort of like a bias that she was pushing in that in that uh, documentary. Okay, but um, I think it should be um, prioritized, like in terms of like the call to actually protect people that are in remote areas. Yeah, but even like like even like people that are in in like normal places that have police, like the police don't. Come. So, like, that is my point that police are not legally obligated to actually come. Yeah, they want to pr- the cops you know the law. They're protecting you know themselves. The properly, yeah, the yeah, cops are protecting because, themselves, not the people. Yeah, because if you know the law properly, is that the cops' job is only um, they are supposed to be there only to to like um, actually record the. To like um, it's, to have like um justice for you. Like so, if a crime happens, then a cop is supposed to be there just to record what happens so that the person can be prosecuted or, or found out. But they, they're not legally obligated to to come in and uh, protect you. Right. So I feel like people have a false sense of uh, protection from the cops. So that is my point with. Uh, in terms of against the self defense laws yeah um, i really think they are they are really horrible especially for our country because yeah also i, I wanted to speak about race hustling because i saw that in the us like um the democrats with that case of um is that guy um i forgot the person that like started a BL, blm the whole case that started blm Oh, uh, Trayvon um, Martin or Michael Brown? Yeah, Trayvon Martin. Yep. I think I watched the documentary of the lie, <laughs> the lies that they like actually pushed in that. I don't know if you know the documentary. It's called the Trayvon Hoax. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. That's where he had a, like a real girlfriend as opposed to this cupcake yeah. one. But I, I'm not really familiar with yeah. with what they what the premise was. Are you? Yeah, no, no, no. I can, I, I can send you the. Yeah. So like, I saw that like actually the race hustling actually also happened in like um, 
uh, South Africa too. That yeah. There's a lot of race hustling that is happening. Of course. Because um, actually, if you see the... Because people say that actually the reason that um, South Africans are in the uh, situation that they find themselves in is because of um, uh, the land that is taken. But then if you look at the graph, due to like good uh, governance, I think after Mandela there was... I don't know if if you know the president, after Mandela there was um, and then like during his like uh, presidency, actually the debt um, we like actually it turned into like a positive balance, and then we had uh, dropped our unemployment from I think it was the highest that it has been was fifty no 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 um thirty two uh-huh. then we came down to to twenty two. And that was under like a black uh, a government after the because remember after the the the, the apartheid um, government uh, left the seat we had a high national debt because they had a lot of debt that they had actually piled up so so like um actually so that like um, narrative that says that um, it is not all. Um, it is based on, on on the reasons that they are pushing. It's not true because the reasons why people are not actually investing it is because of the the crime uh, yeah, problem. Of course, we, uh, we are facing because I, I feel like South Africa is like the U.S. of of like um of like um Africa because everyone wants to come. And then also interesting. Also, this um issue issue of like illegal aliens actually south africans can like relate the most to to the u.s in terms of this whole thing of illegal aliens actually coming i've heard stuff to that effect i gotta wrap up mandla Mandla. um but i appreciate your call and do call again if you can quickly are you white or black or colored or not or what i am black yeah okay i'm black Nice. How did you yeah, hear about um, the show? Um, um, I was watching uh, JC Lee's uh, program. Nice. Then I, yeah, uh, I just hopped in. Well, I appreciate the call. It's good to hear from you, man. We'll talk okay, again. Thank you so much. We're at the end of my show. Take care, okay. Mandla. Okay. All right, Christian, a first-time caller out of Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I cannot get to you today. Wants to talk about evolution in dinosaurs. Correct the record. Chris, or, or whatever. I don't know what he wanted to say. But Christian, call me tomorrow if you can. I will get to you guys. Justice S says, Hey, I wasn't aware JLP of JLP and you, or yourself, when this was happening. But did you guys discuss HR 6666? Number not in chronological order, by the way. The Trace Act. Whatever came of the dry run in Ventura County, please discuss potential forced vaccinations. Interesting. Wow. And Ledge Clinger asks, hey, Hake, is Daniel still? <laughs> no, he's not. He's clean. Sober. <laughs> I don't want to repeat that, Ledge Clinger. <laughs> Asking if somebody's still smoking pot. No. It's clean. But... Thank you. Appreciate the support, as always, Ledge Clinger. And the rest of you guys appreciate you. 
Lin Yen Chin, Penny Rue, thank you for the diamond. Easily distracted 06. Noah's Art Kansas and the rest of you guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. RebuildingTheMan.com slash church. Or Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. We should have. It's pretty much set to go. I will put it up in the next few hours here. The Bond Sunday service premiere from Easter 2010. April 4th, 2010. Um, about what is what does Christ mean to you? Very nice service, guys. I listened to it, and you're going to be able to catch it this afternoon, evening, depending on where you are. All right, guys, take care.